Hey guys, it's a great day to live for Jesus. My name is Pastor Mike Grover, and this is the In the Word podcast, a twice-weekly devotional journey through the New Testament, where together we will stop, look, and learn what the Lord has to say to us today. In the Word today, we find ourselves in Matthew chapter number 1. Now, Matthew is obviously the beginning of the New Testament, and Matthew is the first of four gospel accounts giving us the life and the crucifixion and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Now, Matthew's account is given to present Jesus as the king of the Jews. And so Matthew begins with a genealogy of Christ, not going back through Mary, that's found in Luke, but going back through his earthly stepfather, Joseph. And it's interesting because every king has a lineage, right? Uh, kings were known as blue bloods, and they took a lot of pride in staying within their family because of the purity. But when you look at Jesus's lineage, man, you have all kinds of sordid individuals in there. You have non-Jews like Ruth, who was from a cursed people called the Moabites. You have Rahab, who was a prostitute. You have Tamar that deceived her uh, father-in-law. You have uh, so many people here. You have wicked kings. And then you come down to where we find ourselves in the story today, um, where the revelation of the birth of Jesus Christ is about to be given to Joseph. And in the lineage of Christ going, here we are, to his mother, and in this moment, his mother, who was a pure and godly young lady chosen by the Lord, um, in the eyes of Joseph, was creating quite uh, concern and consternation because here they are engaged, and yet she comes to Joseph letting him know that she's pregnant. And it's not by Joseph, and God is the one that made her pregnant. Now, imagine Joseph's heart. Imagine Joseph's perplexity and confusion. Now, we are told in verse 19 that Joseph was a just man, and so we know he was a godly man. We know he was a righteous man, but still in all, put in quite a difficult situation. It says in verse 20, uh, excuse me, let's start in verse 18. The birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise, when as his mother Mary was espoused to Joseph before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not willing to make her a public example, was minded to put her away privately. But look at verse 20. But while he thought on these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, fear not to take to you Mary, your wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. And she shall bring forth a son, and you will call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. Now, I love that phrase in verse 20. It says, while he thought on these things. I love that Joseph was a thinking man. Joseph was totally perplexed by his circumstances. And as I meditated on this, you can't help um, missing um, the type of Christ in Joseph here. The weight Joseph was feeling was really just a picture of the greater weight that Jesus himself would one day bear. 
the weight of the brokenness and the sin and the perplexity of the entire human race was wrapped up in this one moment of the personal experience in the heart of Joseph. Joseph faced by fallenness, faced by perplexity, faced by the potential of sin in his fiance, and the burden of feeling all of that and the pain of it, man, that was just a microcosm of what our Savior experienced coming into the world. And it's in this context of Joseph's perplexity that God appears to him and reveals to him that the child in Mary's womb was indeed the Savior that would come and he would save his people from their sins, from the damage, from the very perplexity that Joseph was feeling in this moment. The great commentator Matthew Henry said that while he thought on these things and knew not what to determine, God graciously directed him what to do and made him easy. Note, those who would have direction from God must think on these things themselves and consult with themselves. It is the thoughtful, not the unthinking, whom God will guide. When he was at a loss and had carried the matter as far as he could in his own thoughts, then God came in with advice. I love that with all of this on him, that Joseph still thought. He had every reason to react. He had every reason to be angry. He had every reason, really, to respond in retaliation toward Mary. And by the way, he had the legal right to do that because he could have made her a public example in the courts because the law was violated. But this just man, rather than reacting, rather than responding in haste, rather than retaliating at his perceived hurt, the Bible says he thought. He thought on these things. You see, Joseph took the time to allow God to change his mind. Now, please don't read into it. I realize God doesn't need our permission to do anything. But humanly, Joseph could have easily missed the wisdom that God was giving him in this situation if he had reacted before he thought. Thomas Edison said, 5% of people think, 10% of people think they think, and the other 85% would rather die than think. I don't know why it is that thinking is somehow uh, sometimes attributed to compromise, sometimes it's attributed to weakness, because you don't just immediately react and take a stand, but that you take the time to think, to meditate, to dwell on it, in a sense, humanly, to allow God to change your mind. Philippians 4.8 says, Finally, brothers, whatever things are true, whatever things are honest, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there's any virtue and if there's any praise, think on these things. The Lord gives us this incredible list of virtues 
And then what does he tell us to do? He tells us to think. Man, thinking is such a godly attribute, and God's people should really be thinking people. God's people ought to be um, the adults that are in the room, per se. So I don't know what you may be facing today that is giving you perplexity, consternation, Maybe you want to react right now. Maybe there's even a sense of a desire for vengeance right now in your heart. My question to you today and the Holy Spirit's question to each of us is this, is have you thought on these things? That's what a just person does. We think. So the word for today is simply this. Think before you react. Your emotions may be missing something that is very important that God will show you if you just give him time. Thank you for listening today to In the Word. Join us every Tuesday and Friday for new episodes as we continue our devotional journey together through the New Testament.